Welcome to today's sports and entertainment podcast brought to you by MarketScale. I'm Sean Heath, and today I have the privilege of having a conversation with Browning Stubbs, a production assistant at ESPN. First off, Browning, how are you today? Sean, good to hear from you, my friend. I'm I'm doing all right. It's a little snowy up here in Bristol, Connecticut today, but uh, I'm 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 all warm, and I I got my blanket and, and my, my hot cocoa, so I'm, I'm feeling okay now. Do I need to send a St. Bernard up there with a cask of rum or something to you know to check up on you? <laughs> that uh, that would be totally acceptable w- with me. So that sounds good. I'm efforting on that as we speak. All right, so um, everybody here, whenever anybody hears the the name ESPN, which technically the acronym, but when you hear the name ESPN, your imagination just starts to run because it's this magical thing, right? ESPN's everywhere. They know everything. If it has to do with a sport, they know about it. And so sports nerds like myself and people who work in the industry – Love to have a chance to talk to people who work for ESPN. So let's first lay down the path that actually led you to work at ESPN and to be in Bristol. Are you from Bristol originally? I'm not from Bristol originally. I'm from Memphis, Tennessee, and that's kind of that's kind of where my my journey started. I'm born and raised in the South and in Tennessee, and uh, I had a, a great childhood playing sports and. Uh, my my family, we were blessed enough to have season tickets to the Memphis Grizzlies. So throughout my whole life, I've been able to attend uh, professional NBA games. So my my love for sports really grew at a very very young age, and you know just from following the, that team and uh, you know listening to the the road games on the radio and watching the away games on TV, I really started to embrace and fall in love with sports media. So I decided I I wanted to end up studying that. Uh, you know I I've, I've I've played played some sports in in school. I um you know I I wasn't good enough to be on Friday Night Lights football, but uh, I I I did sort of find a behind the scenes career in, in sports with broadcasting. So I I started my own high school sports network at Christian Brothers High School in Memphis, and. Through that experience, I decided I want to study in college. So I ended up uh, spending my freshman year. I, I took the leap of faith and went out to California at San Diego State. And, you know, it was a really, really fun experience out there. But after one year, I felt I needed needed a change. So I, I went to my, my parents' alma mater at Ole Miss in Oxford, Mississippi, which is only an hour from Memphis. And that's uh, that's really where I got my foot on the ground running. And I, I started doing production work for SEC Network, ESPNU, and I was, you know, in, in, in the trucks, uh, turning around video graphics. I was shooting games. I was uh, working with the talent. So I was doing a lot of behind-the-scenes the stuff then. I also did some on-air work with our student TV station called Newswatch, and then I was able to start a sports show for the f- first time at, at Ole Miss, and our show was called Rebel Watch. So I had a blast doing that my senior year, and then you know, with all that that experience and and and, and hard work, um, I, I kept applying for internships at tons of places. Like uh, my, you know, Sean, my uh, I, I remember just those long nights till 
till till four in the morning, just uh, you know, sending out your application to wherever you know, from California to to China. So you know, so that's so that that's kind of what what I would advise is you know to, to start early, and uh, because you know you you may apply somewhere three times and you may not get it you know one of those three times, but whoever is is getting those applications is going to see your name is going to see the improvements that you've made on your resume. So I feel like that's what happened with myself. I applied for an internship after my freshman year, sophomore year, got got declined. Junior year, I got an interview and I was so happy and I, and I thought I was I was going to have an, an internship but didn't get it. So then I tried again my senior year and fortunately by the grace of God, I uh, had a great interview and I got an internship with ESPN in LA. So it, it was a pretty, uh, pretty wild uh, two weeks after I graduated. I I literally had to pack my bags and head straight to LA. So that was a you know it was the the best summer of my life. I, I got to work on Sports Center out there with uh, Stan Verrett and Neil Everett, and it was a really really fun show. And I I also got to help field field produce some things you know from LA Sparks games to the to the SB Awards, to LA Rams training camp. Uh, so with, uh, with, with, with all of that, um, that experience I got over the summer, I ended up turning that into a full-time job. Uh, and that, uh, that led me to where I am now in Bristol, Connecticut. Uh, and I'm a production assistant and, uh, you know, it's, it's fun. I mean, I'm working at the, the worldwide, working at the worldwide leader in sports and just, uh, really in, enjoying every opportunity that I get. You know, I was born in Memphis and I actually grew up oh, there. And there is, yeah, there is something about. Go Grizz, right? Uh, yeah. Well, I can't really say that. I'm the public address announcer for the Dallas Mavericks. So <laughs> I pull for the Grizz. Um, here's the thing. I'm so old school. I remember the Grizzlies before, before the Grizzlies. The Grizzlies. Team. There was a, there was a semi-pro basketball team in Memphis the 70s that was the Grizzlies way before the franchise ever relocated from Vancouver so I'm old school Memphis but my point was that I work with several people at several different teams here in Dallas that are from Memphis there must be something in that something in that Mississippi River that just makes people in Memphis love sports I don't know what it is whether it's whether Memphis you know now university but used to be Memphis State whether it's the Grizzlies there's just something about that city that really creates people who are who are drawn to work in some capacity with sports. Yeah, and- no, yeah. Th- I mean, there's, um, you know, there's been a lot of uh, growth. You know, uh, actually, I've 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 gotten to meet Tim Tim McCarver, of course, who uh, you know was a Hall of Fame baseball player, and and uh, you know he's done a lot of broadcasting over his career. Uh, and and now he he still works for the the St. Louis Cardinals. So yes, you're 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 right about that Memphis breed. <laughs> okay, this is going to sound really weird. The first job that I ever had was as a paperboy for the Memphis Commercial Appeal. The first customer on my route was Tim McCarver's parents. Small world, small world. <laughs> How weird is that? And for Christmas, <laughs> they gave me an autographed picture of Tim. Uh, in, uh, in, uh, when he was, uh, where was he? I guess he was in Montreal. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So anyways, moving on. Sorry. See, I told you this is what happens in a show conversation. Let's get back to like 
uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna try and rein myself in by asking you this question. You get to see all the neatest gadgets, the newest technology that's coming along in the sports world, both in the broadcast side, but you get to hear about things that are happening on the stadium side, that are happening on the streaming side. You really do kind of get to see the direction that everything's going. What kind of trends have you seen over the last couple of years that you think really have a, a staying power that are going to be around for a while? Well, you know, we, we hear the the term cord cutting and, and, you know, I, I don't think, I don't think us at ESPN that we're too worried about it because we understand where the future of the industry is going and that's digital. And the, the goal, the, you know, the, the mission statement for, for ESPN has been to serve, sports fans anytime and anywhere. And yes, we started as a, a TV mogul, but when we mean anywhere, that, that that's where we want to be. So we we want to be on on every smartphone, every computer, uh, and we, we want to be all over advertising as well. So, you know, a, a, a lot of the trends is you're, you're seeing brand new platforms that have ESPN all over them. Uh, one of the, one of the newest ones is on the app Snapchat, where it's a very friendly story where people can get their their sports news for, for the day in just two minutes. Uh, you know, you're, there's been there's been a lot lot of studies about millennials and people who watch sports. Their their attention spans are are very short, but by having Snapchat that is short, quick, and it gets the the huge uh, stories for for your day. It's been very very effective. The ratings are great on it, and it's also a very fan interactive app a, a, as well. So, uh, so and then which kind of leads me to one other trend is the increased fan interaction that that we're seeing with um, you know whether it's ESPN or Bleacher Report. Uh, you're 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 seeing a lot of uh, fan submitted videos. You know you know what what wh- whether it's uh, you know a kid. Who's who's five years old, and he makes a hole in one on on a par three blindfolded. You know, just like really fun stuff, a lot like that. And and we like to to see that. So we're we're really giving our fans a new platform to become part of the conversation and to express um, you know what why sports is so great. Uh, and you know, then th- there's going to be you know I I I don't know if I can say here and. And, and tell you what what the next thing is going to to be, but uh, but th- that's the world that that we're in. Is uh, there's a brand new thing every single day, and and I think uh, if if ESPN is going to stick around for, for the long haul, we, you, they we're going to have to uh, uh, keep uh, keep on pushing and creating new new ideas. Yeah, it seems like the most important factor is that. The sports are going to keep happening. The events are going to keep happening. And you are on a mission to make sure that people hear about and see either during the fact or after the fact, or they get the update or they're watching Sports Center. The way that they get the content might change, but the fact that the content is going to be there, that's not going anywhere. Yeah. And, um, we, you know, just the the demand for for live events is at its highest peak, uh, and which you know people can see that with uh, with, with their phones and, and on their tablets, their their, uh, their 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 computers, and and actually ESPN has gotten to produce 
way more live live events with doing productions in house that are called Remy's, and uh, that's kind of allowed you know people to you know for us to, to not have to travel as much because that that does it's uh, it's more costly that, that that way. But we've been we've been able to serve sports fans even more by doing a ton of remote events and that that's that that's been the the demand and that's what we've been trying to serve as the demand across various platforms increases for this content I, it seems like there's going to have to be less of a just reporting aspect and part of a creation aspect or a a a synergy between pro sports and networks do you think that's is that the direction we're going yeah uh i i i would probably say it's it's a combination of of of, of all that i mean just um just the the, the the world of sports uh from soccer to you know and then now we just had an article came out today that every every nba franchise is worth over a billion dollars so the 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 fans are are wanting it and it's it's people it's companies like espn's job to serve them uh and it's it's going to be interesting uh when, when we see future th- future things happen uh, you know, I'm 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 curious if you know gambling becomes legal because that could be huge when it comes to digital stuff. You know, because you know, could ESPN partner uh, with those outlets and and you know, you you might get uh, some kind of notification on your phone that says, "Hey, it's the fourth quarter and your bet is minus three and 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 the game it's uh, it's close uh, around the, around that score." So. It's really interesting to see where things are going to go, and I'm I'm, I'm just very very excited to to be a part of that world. So I have one final question for you, a little bit out of left field. You've seen an awful lot of sporting events in person. You've worked in in getting stories about those events out. Pick one sporting event anywhere in the world. You get to go to it. You get the best seats, first-class flight, everything. What one sports event are you taking your best friend to on this planet? Wow, you uh, you put me on the spot there. Um, it's um, I I would probably save that that, that trip for whenever. Um, I'll say when whenever the Dallas Cowboys are playing in the Super Bowl next because they are my favorite team and. I've, you know, I, I have a, pictures of me wearing an, an Emmett Smith jersey when I was like four. So uh, I would, I would probably, you know, I'd say I would always love to attend a, a Super Bowl. Well, I will hope that when that comes true, that it's in a city that's nice and not under six inches of snow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I, but you know, I, you know, I, I don't care if the game is played in a desert and um i i would i would still be there to support my cowboys so well that is good to, that's good to hear and i will definitely keep a good thought for you thanks so much today to browning Stubbs, a production assistant at espn browning thanks for taking the time today man i really appreciate it thank you sean i'd be happy to do this anytime 
Hey, I look forward to talking to you again down the road. Make sure you stay warm, my friend. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of our podcast. If you'd like to find out more or listen to previous episodes, go to marketscale.com slash industries. And if you have a chance, subscribe to the MarketScale publications for the latest articles, videos, and podcasts from your favorite industries.